0: I don't know if you saw this in the Star, but I did. My heart did sink. For <laughs> I feel for restaurateurs, and I don't think the city also doesn't, um, you know, have that same sympathy that I do for businesses that are just trying to make it against all odds through this pandemic. Especially when it comes to restaurants. I mean, they've gone out. They've created this Cafe To program. Uh, But this story in the Star over the weekend just a. a Awful tale about how, you know, one of my favorite places to go to uh, when I was at university, the Cafe Dip, the Diplomatico Cafe on College Street, talking about how they've had to shut down their patio. Why? Because essentially it wasn't really a patio. And so uh, they spent over $200,000 on this structure outside in order to keep the business humming. And city uh, public health officers have come around and said, no, you know what, this doesn't actually uh, meet the requirements of a patio. So you got to shut it down. They're not the only ones. Atomic 10 is listed in this story. Here to get a better perspective of what's exactly going on, Carlton Grant is Executive Director of Municipal Licensing and Standards for the City of Toronto. He joins the program. Carlton, thanks for being here.
1: No problem, Kelly. Thanks for having me.
0: I think everybody has sympathy for our restaurant tours. I don't think that's lost on the city that they are having a particularly difficult time. You guys have been in over backwards, been bending over backwards to try and help out our restaurant tours. Um, give us some perspective on how many restaurants are being visited by public health officials in order to check out their patios.
1: Yeah, so absolutely, the city wants uh, restaurants to be successful. We want to see them come out of this uh, pandemic uh, viable. Uh, They're a main part of our streets and a big part of our community. So um, we're not trying to be the bad guy. Uh, This is, uh, again, an industry that's been hit, significantly one of the most hard-hit industries. But we're talking about 30, 32 establishments, and we have over 1,200 patios in the City of Toronto. And what's happened is um, 30 of them have gotten creative, and they basically created indoor spaces, outdoors, and Again, we want them to be successful, but that's indoor dining, and indoor dining has been prohibited since January 5th. And the investment that you spoke of is, is one that needs to be made wisely, and building permits, electrical codes, fire safety, all of which are required to ensure public safety. And in a number of cases, these aren't being sought, and, uh, and accordingly, we are um, working with our partners in public health, municipal licensing standards, fire uh, have uh, have had to issue a number of warning letters.
0: Okay. Now, the warning letters have been issued. In some cases, the businesses have just said, I'm going to shut it down because clearly uh, I don't want to take it all down right now, and it's not allowed. Where is the disconnect between what you're allowed to do and what restaurateurs are trying to do in order to make their businesses viable by creating these outdoor spaces that I would say look more like shelters than patios in some cases, if you've got a roof on it and, and walls?
1: Yeah, so once you have a roof and a wall, it's a structure, and it requires uh, to be built in accordance with the uh, building code. There's also on private property that people have erected large tents, tents greater than 60 square meters, and ones that aren't connected to a building require a building permit as well. We don't want the people eating in these establishments and visiting these establishments to be put in an unsafe situation where a structure were to fall due to do snow loads. Uh, which is you know pretty prominent right now, mm-hmm. and it needs to be built in accordance with the rules again we ad- we admire the creativity and innovation to stay open, but it needs to be done within the rules, and those rules are the building code, the fire code, the electrical code, and the technical standards and safety authority, which does outdoor eaters
0: i've often think thought that since it launched cafe t o was a misnomer um because we all have been inside an indoor cafe. maybe they should have called the program patio t o to make it easier to follow uh, for restaurant tours. I don't know if that's uh, a problem, but, you know, this is all about airflow, isn't it? You're trying to create a shelter that would avoid getting people in a situation where they're breathing in each other's air.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the branding of it, I think it has been successful. You're right It's outdoor cafes, uh, not necessarily indoor, but once you have a roof and you have a tent or an awning or other elements and walls, you need to have at least two full sides open to allow outdoor, open to the outdoors to allow for that airflow that you're speaking about. It's not about a window being open. It's an entire uh, two sides.
0: So it's not that these structures are illegal. It's just you have to have a permit in order to build some of these structures. They have to be built to code.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the other part, you know, the reason we're involved, is these are these are typically on city property, on the city right of way, on the city sidewalk. And, you know, we're responsible for that uh, part of the uh, property. And so a permit is required from the city. And then again, if it's a structure, absolutely, uh, you know, to ensure that it's safe for the people using it, a building permit uh, may be required.
0: This is, uh, we're going to see restrictions start to ease on January 31st. So maybe it's not as big of a, a problem uh, you know, because we are going to see things lifting up, uh, opening up. But the majority of your um, inspections have come from complaints. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Um, so they came from complaints. And also a couple of weeks ago, there were some good media pieces in BlogTO, Toronto Life, and a review of our own social media uh, by our teams uh, found, again, a number of establishments that kind of gone over and above what is, uh, what is permitted. The city has a really good... Um, guidebook on what you can and can't do in our Cafe Teal uh, section on the city's website. Uh, the rules are there. It's important before you make an investment that you understand those rules so that your investment is, is a sound one.
0: Does the city have to accept any responsibility for not uh, letting restaurateurs know where all of this, this information is, or did they get the word out appropriately? Where where's the miscommunication? If it's the case of uh, are there or are there people just you know turning a blind eye and thinking, well, we've seen fines not be levied against yeah. people breaking rules during this pandemic. Let's give it a go. We got to survive somehow.
1: Yeah, absolutely, that's what's happening here. People are playing the naive card. Do it till you get caught. Um, but again, with the significant investment, it's, it's not the it's not the wisest approach to to spend that amount of money. Uh, you know, in the one you're talking about, there's a there's a there's a fire hydrant in in that outdoor patio.
0: There's a fire hydrant in the outdoor patio. That's correct. Yeah, so that's a no brainer. People, will, you should look at that in a common sense sort of way and say, well, they need access to this. This is a safety issue. Hundred percent. All right. Well, Carlton, what's uh, what's your message to restaurateurs that might be listening right now and, and thinking, well, I'm going to have a patio space. I'm going to have to do this. We might not be out of, out of this pandemic yet. We might be flip-flopping back and forth to outdoor dining, indoor dining, a mix of both. Um, what is the, uh, the advice that you would pass on to them?
1: So the advice that I would pass on is the city is here to support them. We want them to be successful. We want them to be viable. But we need them to follow the rules, and the rules are... Um, They're laid out quite nicely, again, in the City's guidelines, and it's important that they are adhered to to ensure public safety.
0: Appreciate your time, Carlton. Have yourself a good day. Thanks, Kelly. Carlton Grant is Executive Director of Municipal Licensing and Standards here in the City of Toronto.